this is Doug Stanhope, and you're listening to the Master Bastard Podcast, live from wherever the fuck you are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Master Bastard, the podcast with Blaster. That's right. My name is Turlet. I'm Ham Tackle. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> it's just you and me today, Ham Tackle. We decided to make some changes in the new year, and uh, one of those changes is to get rid of dead weight. We had and... to make some cuts. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, sometimes you got to go through. I mean, we've, we, we've given it a good go. Sometimes you need to regroup. Uh, you know, the Broncos recently fired a coach. Same sort of thing. Give him a couple years. Figure oh. it out. Doesn't work. There's coach Chuck Berry. Is that his name? Exactly. No, Charles Dance, mm-hmm. the Broncos head coach. I remember. Yeah, he's now uh, a offensive coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals. No way. What does that mean? Uh, that he's no longer our coach. But we'll talk about that a little later. So, yeah, no, of course, it's not really the case. We have, uh, two, we're sends two bastards. We, uh, yeah, you know, it, it happens. It happens. You know, one of, one, of, one of the bastards is, you know, going through a big life transition, you know, mm-hmm. sexually, like, tri- retransitioning. He found his attraction to um, jerking off with Sloppy Joe Meat. You can guess which one, folks. It's not much of a transition, but I get where you're coming well, from. Well, I guess he found a better way to jerk off. Ah, yep, uh, yep, yep. So, but but next week we'll have a Ram Tank should be back. It'll be back, back to normal. Yeah, he should be soon short. enough. So yeah, no big deal. It's just me and you, Ham. It is, it is. So this is going to be all kinds of awkward. I, uh, uh, I know, I know. I'm even back at the table. I'm not at my computer desk, so this feels. Yeah, I know. Really I'm sure you're real upset about that. Kind of weird. I'm using Ram Tank's microphone. Can you uh, can you describe your like Ram Tank? <laughs> okay, there you go. It smells no. like a uh, smells like whiskers. It smells great. It smells like I'm kissing a orange beard. So. uh... Can you describe the chair you normally sit in? Oh, the the uh, falling apart pleather chair. In what way is it falling apart? Um, the back support kind of gave out, and so I had to stick a, a stick in the back to kind of prop it, and I tied some cable around it to kind of pull it back forward. <laughs> is it bungee cable? No, well, it's it's a looks like some cord. Okay, cord. looked like some bungee yeah, no, to it's me. Paracord, in case I want to have a little paraplegic sailing. So That's you totally word. rigged this thing up. Well, I bought it on Amazon Prime Day, and it's actually a good chair. It's just I'm a big guy, and I took was I, yeah, just one too many jerk off sessions. I think, I, I, think I was probably had to like try to straighten my back out for a real good back arching orgasm, and yeah. crack goes the chair. You realize at the last second that your angle of attack was going to be right at your own face, and you just had to fucking quickly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Remaneuver and snap. Well, it's kind of the opposite. I had to move my head in front of it to catch it. <laughs> okay. We've all been there. Yeah, you know? We've all been there. I'm on a low-carb diet. need all that protein, baby. But you remember when that first happened and that chair broke? It was like I was trying to play video games with you and Chaps, and I just started screaming about how bad my back hurt because it was at like an awkward angle. And I got really angry and was like, calm down, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. My back fucking hurts so fucking bad. So was I, that the, when it broke, it hurt your back? But not when it broke. It was like I was sitting in it after it broke, and it was kind of like leaning to the back right. Yeah. yeah, and you sit like that for a couple hours, and, that, and that all of a sudden my the my back was just like searing pain. I was yeah. out of nowhere. So now it's just uh, and then I, that's when I put the piece of wood in there and all the paraplegic cord. Yeah, it definitely looks like a uh, classy chair. I like it. It's cozy. But now you're sitting in the uh, half broken wooden yes, chair. I'm sitting on my uh, uh, probably uh, dining room chairs from my home as a child, probably from the from middle school through college. Yes, it's good, but you know we still have uh, one commitment that we're going to have to hold true to, and that is going to. Uh, oh yes, pick your poison. Um, well, I, th- uh, I think we kind of have to. The absinthe. Yeah, oh, we- Gon's got me uh, a bottle of absinthe, a small bottle of absinthe for Christmas. Oh, that's nice. And were you like, fuck? No, he got it because of this. <laughs> oh, did it's he? actually a really nice. It's kind of an expensive small bottle, and it looks really cool. Okay, so I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm actually going to open this or not. Yeah, you get your fill. I mean, you already are not much of a drinker, let alone uh, drinking I, the worst flavored liquor in history. I drink on podcast day. And that's why I'm the sloppiest of the bunch. And I'm the one who has to run all the equipment. 
and that's why that's why the podcast sucks. That's why we make have so much success. So, what, how do you think this is going to go? Because literally, the two most popular uh, hosts of the show are gone. What do you think is going to happen here? It's just the 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 annoying one and the over talking one, instead of the, so. the the lovable one and the rough and tumble. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who's who. <laughs> Yeah, still just as bad though. Oh boy, doesn't taste any better in uh, at my computer chair. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is my childhood dining room table. We have the uh, we bolted the monitor onto the computer monitor, drilled holes in, holding up good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's got character. It does. It's gotten the shit beat out of it. Yeah, how, how many fucking bottles of liquor have soaked into this? Um, it's helping preserve the wood. I know. Ironically. It's beautiful. I was thinking, if this uh, if this particular episode does bad enough, we're going to lose our MeUndies sponsorship. Oh, MeUndies? I thought we had the uh, that, that tooth quip. quip. Now, don't tell me that you have been failing to run the ads on the episodes. You sound like you... Did I thought, you forget to run I the ads over the did last year? Did we really year? get my... Oh, no. Oh, we had one ad and it was I cashed saying, those checks. I, it was, I want to add, and it just said, me, the sounds of me shitting in underwear. And they weren't even MeUndies. I don't listen to, I don't listen to the podcast, so I, I wouldn't I even know. know. I, thought you were, I thought there was no way we'd get a MeUndies ad. I mean, the illustrious MeUndies? Are you kidding me? Of course we didn't. Ooh. Mm. I bought this beer at the grocery store. What is it? It's uh, Old Aggie Superior Lager from New Belgium Brewing. But... Uh, Colorado recently got uh, full strength beer in grocery stores. We're one of those states that has like full time liquor stores. Not anymore. Yeah, what is it? there's some states where it's like you, there's a government liquor store only. Not sure. And, I, oh well, no, I think it's Canada. In Canada, that's the way it is. It's like uh, you can only buy liquor at like state owned liquor stores, but you can get beer at beer stores. Like ah. they could be privately owned, but liquor you have to like get the government stock of liquor. Interesting. Yeah, but there's like a, I know that like in uh, I think it's South Carolina or something uh, at bars they can't serve you shots, uh, so they are, there's a law in place where they have to serve you the little bottles shooters. Yeah, so they can't serve out of bottles that they open and they continually pour out of. They have to open new brand new little shooter bottles, which is like way more liquor. So that's fucking idiotic. Yeah, so it's like it's supposed to like cut down on the drinking, but in reality, it makes people way more shit faced because the same Long Island iced tea now has like three fucking mini bottles of booze in it. Huh. Weird. Well, it's also weird down in Texas and like California where it's like beer, wine, and liquor in just a grocery store. That mm-hmm. always kind of surprised me coming from it's Colorado. California. It's like that too. You go to the mm-hmm. grocery store and you're like, oh, there's a just straight up hardcore booze aisle. I said Texas and California. But oh, you did you? Listen to I'm me. sure Texas. We're even eye to eye now and you don't listen to me. I sure Texas. This is the problem with our relationship. Texas overpowers everything. <laughs> it's true. Oh, Hamilton. How was everything since the holiday? Oh, it was pretty great. I did something awesome the other night. What'd you do? Uh, I already told you about it, so you can act surprised. But um, oh, tell, oh, what what happened? It's happened twice to me in the last two years, and that is that uh, on a trip to the pisser in the middle of the night, uh, four thirty in the morning um, on Sunday, leading into my Monday week, I fucking just straight up. My, I have a shower right next to the shower stall, right next to a toilet. Headed for the toilet and just straight up booted the uh, shower stall with my pinky toe and immediately realized that I had ripped the pinky toenail off for the second time. Grew back last time. Hopefully it does this time too. But uh, I just held my foot, stood on one foot, held my foot and just pulled it off because it was just hanging. Oh, I just yanked it's like it. ripping off a Band-Aid. Yanked it off because I didn't want to deal with it. I and didn't then did want you it. gnaw on it like a piece of jerky? Oh, Because I, uh, I was thinking I could either sit here and fucking really examine this thing and clip it, or I can just yank it off and deal with it because it already hurts. Why not just do it? Start Did fresh. It. Fucking wrapped a Band-Aid around it and then couldn't sleep the rest of the night. So mm. now I've been limping my happy ass all around because it's... I'm glad it's not infected. It didn't really bleed mm-hmm. last time it bled. At least it was the pinky toe now, the smallest. Oh, my God. And I have gigantic toes, too. Did you go wee, wee, wee all the way home? Dude, it's not funny. Oh, I'm sorry. On the lighter side, on the, on the bright side, at least, uh, that was the closest you got to taking a shower in a long time. Well, it, for that was the problem, is I had to take a shower in a couple hours, and I just put this Band-Aid on ah! it, and I didn't want to peel a Band-Aid off of this toe, mm-hmm. right? So I immediately, that was one of the things I'm sitting there thinking about while I'm trying to go back to sleep but my foot is throbbing. I'm like, God, I have to take a shower. This could be a whole ordeal. I'm like, should I put a bag over my foot? I'm <laughs> like, like no, chest. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sort of um, 
my plan was to stand in the shower, put my right foot forward on the heel and tilt it up in the air so that it wasn't laying like down where the water was gathering at the bottom of the shower. Mm -hmm. And it would be sort of on the periphery of the spray. (laughs) Um, But it didn't work. It soaked all the way through. And halfway through the day Monday, um, I I realized that the Band-Aid had come off of my toe halfway and stuck to the sock. So now every time I like walked weird, the sock would shift and it would yank on the fucking how it stuck to my toe. It was very unpleasant. So you telling me you live alone in your home and you were standing on one foot in your shower? No, I was on two feet, but I was on the heel. I oh, tilted you're on the, the heel. heel I you said you propped your heel up on like part of the edge of the shower. Like no, it's just sort of in the corner okay, where it was like less likely bench. to get sprayed on. Because mm. and then I took a quick shower. I'm talking soap in the fucking necessity areas only. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I gave one of those numbers and then got right back out the fucking shower and mm-hmm. pits and dick and, <laughs> yeah. and the butt crotch, mm-hmm. crotch ass. Yeah. Yeah. Belly button to butthole armpits. Yeah. You, you get the necessities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, of course, you of course get the, uh, you know, you always got to get your face just because. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just splash a little rum on it for that, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow look. But I also, for, for Christmas, I got a brand new uh, safety razor that I had been wanting because it's like German Merker. Very nice. Cool. And it's fucking awesome. This thing has the perfect angle. My last one, I would catch myself sometimes, especially if I let it go too far. Mm-hmm. I have that sometimes. Now too. it's just a perfect glide. So it's it's an awesome yeah. fucking razor. Wife got me a marble shave bowl for my safety razor. Folks, safety razors. Save the money cheap on man's razors. choice. Dude, they work so much better than like the Mach 3 and shit. I know, Dollar Shave Club kissed my ass. Fuck that shit. No way. I bought, I bought like $50 worth of supplies on the front end and I have never bought anything yeah. since. I've bought sample pack of blades here and there because I like to try all the different ones. And I just bought a new pack of 50 blades and it was $9. Did you get the Feathers? Uh, there's some in there. Okay. So. Telling you, feathers are the top, top. Yeah. They sound good. I just never can really tell the difference too much. It's kind of fun seeing all the different countries. It's like, oh, this one's... I can tell there's a pull with some, especially you get a lot of uh, Middle Eastern blades, mm-hmm. and you get a pull on some of those. So, yeah. They're just not as good. you got to get the platinum. So it's got to like have German the German and Japanese cut. blades are always kind of like, ooh, this seems extra Yeah, they give a shit. Futuristic. They give a shit. A lot of British blades are okay-ish. Yeah. Gillette yeah. is okay. Like, I never really have a problem with Gillette, but... I don't want to give them money because they, I gave them too much money when I was using cartridge razors. Mm. God damn, Mach, buying the fucking four pack of Mach 3s for 30 bucks, can't believe it. Yeah, and lasting only a couple months I, worth of time. In the last year on shaving supplies, you know, I don't really shave two or three days a week. Fucking, what, 20 bucks? Well, shaving's nice, too. Once I got that, I was like, fuck, I it enjoy is nice. this. It is the old school little brush, into the brisk forehair brush or whatever and mm-hmm. everything, and get the little soapy bowl and squishy, squish, squish, little aftershave. Yeah, it's nice. It's a lot better than just <laughs> with a fucking electric or something right or first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's cool. beautiful. I just always have to do it after I get out of the shower. I can't shave oh, unless I unless I just got out of the shower. It makes all the hairs swell up with moisture and they stick out of your face and make it better to shave. Oh, it's it sucks trying to especially if you have an old blade and you try to shave without fucking being in the shower. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I remember I was probably I think 19 and I was like, ah, I'm going to shave my pubes. I'm going to do that. I'm going to oh, be cool. No. Oh no. You went you went shave shave. You didn't oh, go trim to the Oh, I took a razor the... and I took it all down like that's fucking sexy. Do you I'm have so the bumps hot. to this day? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I think I got a few ungrown hairs and a lot of pain. Looked like Homer's mouth. Because I tore it up, too. I'm like, oh, there, that's no big deal. Just, like, shaving my face. Like, oh, and no aftercare or anything. So it's just, like, just the whole a patch of red bumps all the way across my top of my crotch. Like, oh, well, I'm in hell. Looked like a plucked hedgehog. Nice thing is shaving the balls. Like, no problem the balls. Balls didn't care at all. Shave those balls. They're like, what? Oh, I I, that would terrify me. They do. Well, you got to bat wing it. You got to stretch well, it I to get a nice figure. flat plane to, to shave. I figure, but at no point do I feel like putting a razor to it. Hmm. That I, that would scare the dick off me. Well, almost literally. Yeah, no, no, no good. I, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with just a uh, you know a liberal trimming with a clipper that is used for no other purpose. <laughs> liberal trimming is it vegan? I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, because liberals are known for shaving their pubes, right? Oh, they have big bushes. Supposedly, I have no idea. I'm not human. Oh. That's my neck. Oh, if it got on the... Well, my Xmas was tons of fun. I didn't do shit. Neither did I. I sort of stayed home and just me and my sister gave gifts. Yeah, my sister-in-law and her fiancé came over and we uh, ate some pot roast and watched some television. I got a uh, I got a fucking Broncos uh, tool 
chest, like a Broncos tool. And then I, I fucking, you know, got some gift cards. I got a couple games Ooh. that I was looking for. So, yeah, old wife got me uh, some weird stuff. Got me like a uh, aluminum can car. You build a robot around it or something and another a couple other weird things. Just fun. Yeah, I got I got some books too. I got actually a really cool fucking um, set of art books from the uh, artist for Final Fantasy. Oh, cool! So it's all these crazy... Shiro Takagawa. There's two. I don't remember oh, which. Tori Matsumura. One of those two just fought Floyd Mayweather. I'm not sure which one it was though. Gobo Momonomo. I'm just making up general Japanese names. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Akira Kaneda. That's racist. Okay. Well, I'm not saying it with an accent. Yes, but I, you know what? What else? What else have we been up to in the last couple of weeks? Let's, anything specific? Oh, you and I. Hello. Thank you so much for playing my game. Here we go. Whoa! Mamma mia! Yahoo! Yippee! Boo! Game men. So long, gay Bowser. Sexy. I never heard before. I never realized before he says so long, gay Bowser. He's just saying so long, Bowser. It's just, it's just, so long, gay Bowser. That's what I hear. That. That's I know. That's why I put it there because they're having anal sex. Yeah. The sound of the coins is Bowser coming on Mario's back. Is it? Yes. Do I have to play it again? Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing my game. Here we go. The game is gay sex. Mamma mia. Who's doing the banging? Game men. So long, eh, Bowser. Uh, Say long, Mario Bowser. is the bottom. Okay. Now Bowser is taking him from behind. That That's, doesn't sound like a. Uh, uh, he's pounding him, and Mario's like, "Yay!" Ooh, I always thought of the guy on the bottom being, uh, uh, and the guy on the top being, like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, it might be. It might be. In my head, it was always Bowser giving the pounding and delivering a nice. Fat, well, you you, you also created it, so I think you kind of get the say so. Well, no, it's open to interpretation because because it's artwork. It's, it's it is art. I'm an artist. Mm. Oh, yeah, but you and I uh, have been, we've gone through a few repeat games. We keep going back to fucking Ark over and over. Because you're, you're a Red Dead Redemption hater. No, I just, I, I got really frustrated with it, and then I just haven't felt like playing it, and I haven't played it since. And because I've been playing... I'm telling you, I got stuff. all the way through Red Dead Redemption 2, through uh, the finale, and not just the finale, through the epilogue also. I'm done with the game, except for wrapping up whatever missions I want to. You gotta get all your saddlebags. Saddle there source. are literally saddlebags you to collect get. Saddlebags? Okay, well, you got to collect all your saddle source. There is a million different things you can collect. I'm more, I'm more interested Herpes. in getting all of the weird uh, weapons and all the weird uh, hats. Um, the outfits, there's just so fucking many. It takes a long goddamn time to even think about collecting. A lot of that, you re- it requires like the uh, minerals which you get through finding dinosaur bones, which is a pain in the ass. So I'm working on all that, but I, I did finish all the fishing missions, which was uh, good fun. Um, and I almost am done with hunting all the animals and I'm getting all the treasure maps and gathering all the treasures. So I still got a lot to do in that game, but God damn, I got to tell you, and I, uh, chaps and I, uh, text back and forth about this today. Cause he's in a similar place to I am. He's a little bit behind, but he's pretty much done. And, uh, they did a really goddamn good job with the narrative in this game. Uh, I get that the, the biggest gripe you have with Red Dead Redemption 2 is the mission structure. You get a mission, you kind of just ride a horse while somebody talks to you till you get to where the mission uh, terminus is, and then you shoot a bunch of people and you try to escape. That's pretty much how it goes for every mission in that game. Yeah. But this game, for me, has almost nothing to do with the missions. The missions, for me, were get through, but I'm telling you, the weird thing about this game is you're, you're at a group of people there's a whole like 19 people in your camp and you get to know every single one of them. Like I know the names of pretty much everybody that was in that camp. You an emotional stories. attachment to these characters. Where, uh, normally that stuff doesn't sink in with me. Like Chapsworth, he knows the backstories to all the games. He play, he really pays attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. I play, I, I don't remember. It's not a, the point. To me, it's like to play the game. But this one, I know what happened with everybody and you sort of... Even after the whole finale, well, it the band is you broken to watch up. The cutscene, so you have no choice but to learn it. I just, I just, I'm, not, I'm just annoyed like long, long cutscenes. I can't stand it. But I'm telling you, 99 percent of that game is not the missions. Really, 99 percent of the game has nothing to do with the missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the wandering around thing and exploring. There's so much weird shit you can just happen upon. It's great. Yeah, I've been meaning to get back on it, dude. It's just but and you it's don't also have to. Xbox. I really 
prefer playing on my computer because it's down here in my office. It's nice and comfortable. I don't have to kick my wife upstairs like, go in the bedroom and watch TV. I'm playing on the Xbox. Like, I kind of hate that, you know? Yeah, I get I, I get. there's some barriers there for you, but it's, uh, I'm telling you, it's top notch. Anyways, that's, that's, that's my whole spiel on Red Dead. I'm pretty much done with it. I went through it. But you and uh, I have also been playing. Well, we've been re- going repeat games. We've revisited Ark again a few months ago. We keep going back to Ark over and over. I got that new expansion we got to try again, too, the... Uh, Aberration? Ab- no, we did Aberration. There's a new one now that has like, um, all of the giant fucking giant kaiju monsters all over the place. It's actually on Earth. Yeah, forget like, what it's called. Uh, like Apocalypse or some shit like that. Or and, like that. Uh, it's, I think that's it, Apocalypse. There's uh, also Ark put out another game that is pretty much Ark, but it's a pirate game. Oh, yeah, the... Uh, Atlas. Atlas. Yeah, you and I were talking about that. Atlas, came out. not Atlas. I think at- it's Atlas. A-T-L-A-S, I thought. Is it? Yeah. Might be. I have no Atlas is that. a is a video game company, but I thought it was spelled the same way. Probably not. Anyways, you look at it, you watch that game, and you're like, "Oh, that's fucking Ark!" <laughs> like it's obvious that game is really Ark. I guess they worked on it as an expansion to Ark. Yeah, another expansion, and then they were like, "Oh, well, we could actually market this as a whole new game." But it's the same exact same character creation, exact same graphics, like everything is. It's just a re- it's just Ark with same the- menu, same physics, same uh, just same entities, just reskinned. Uh, the whole thing is just. And I don't care because I I'll probably play it eventually once they fix some stuff. They should have just but- called it Ark. Yeah, they shouldn't Atlas have sold it as a new game. Well, they could have sold it as a new game as a standalone well, and just a, and said been, it was Ark. They should have been upfront with the, you know, with that it not being a fucking, you know, a brand new game. Because that's what people, that's, that's what, what you, you and I were playing a video game and watching streamers play it the day it came out and everybody was pissed off. Well, they also had a really bad uh, rollout where they were they got just streamers early access and they gave them a time and then the servers weren't ready for five hours after that time and everybody was sitting there waiting for the service to come up refreshing uh. and it was like all the top streamers were just sitting in a menu for five hours. Jesus. So a lot of people got pissed off about that mm-hmm. and you know then it was also then they had to turn it off immediately after they got it running and it was like another day delay. Yeah. They had a lot of tech problems and they also said. Uh, how many people? They said something ridiculous, like 4,000 people in a server at a time or something stupid. They might have been way more than that even. I, I forgot what they like around 40,000. Yeah, I think it might have like been like 40,000 people number. in a server. And then when they launched, it was like they couldn't. They obviously couldn't do that. So it was like way overselling. This is also a uh, relatively inexperienced Chinese developer. Like they, they So I think they kind of have problems with follow through and understanding what the technical possibilities are of a video game company because they kind of don't haven't been in that market that long yeah but they're good at what they do man you and i have spent so many hours playing Ark. oh it's a it's it's a glitchy mess the normal way we don't play with other people we play on a private server with just me and you and sometimes chapsworth well they give you a big world in which you can tame and fight dinosaurs yeah there's enough antagonists without having to deal with griefers yeah that's the one thing i wouldn't want to be offline and have somebody be able to break into my house yeah it's such bullshit so yeah, they had a big kind of shit show with that, but we haven't, we weren't playing that. We don't have that game. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. But yeah, while well, you were doing art for a while, then we jumped over to fucking uh, the mining game with the little dwarfy things. What was that? Craft the Craft World. Craft the World, yeah. yeah, which we still might go back to a little bit, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's a nice, simple, quick, fun. You know. There's some little things about the multiplayer experience I wish were different, but. Yeah, I think we, we have a, no, I, when I was playing one player, I figured out some things that we weren't doing and we could do early game that'll make okay, it way cool. easier, but. But then we uh, yeah, there it is. I host up to forty thousand players is what they what they boasted. Yeah, forty thousand players at once in one server. Like that's crazy. That that's is insane. not insane. Likely, and I don't even know is their world big enough for forty thousand people to be no in it and not be shoulder to shoulder. I didn't see how big the maps were. I haven't played it at all. I, I've only but when I've I've watched it and I've only ever seen you know people do where they're at. I don't know how big it is. I don't really see the maps, but so, anyways, we went back to the absolute opposite of what would be a 40,000 player and multiplayer experience. Is that the forest? Well, I guess we played the forest, yeah. which uh, we tried and it's kind of good. brutal. And we wish that it was easier to make a base I inland without getting attacked you and constantly. I, I forgot you had to save manually and you yeah, and I did yeah. a bunch of crap, built this whole little Island. And then I, we like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Click. I just didn't save. Am I supposed to save all the time? Is that the last time we played? That was too? the last time we played is the night I didn't save. I forgot that. And then the next, a couple days later, it's like, you want to fucking play anything else? And that leads us to what now? And then we went back to an old Minecraft mod, because Minecraft's always been... Do you think you have more game hours in Minecraft or Ark? Probably Minecraft. Minecraft probably sure. more than double. 
I would think. Yeah, Minecraft, we, we did for a couple years. It was like a You and I started job. playing Minecraft in, I think, 2012? Or no. Wasn't long after it, it came out. It, was it even out then? I don't remember. Wasn't long after it came out, but you and your brother played it for a long while before I had No, it was it. literally a few couple weeks before you jumped on with us. It was the same world. 2009. Wow. Oh, wait, what year is it now? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What year is it now? Did you just say that? I'm just, I was just shocked it was 2009 because we, like, you and I started playing before there was rain and the, you could build a portal and light it to the, to the nether, yeah, but, but it you couldn't go through. It wasn't it. a real portal. It was just sitting there. And yeah, there was a lot of things that were built into the game that didn't work. Uh, there was mine carts. We had to jury rig fucking oh, mine carts the boost to. tracks we used to make with the mine Those were so carts. much better. It was so much more fun. Before redstone kind of tracks, a... you, you if if a cart moving one direction became adjacent to another cart moving the same direction, it would boost both of them to like 140 blocks. Mm-hmm. And so we would make these little uh, boosters that would reset themselves and just wait for somebody to go by, and then it would catch them, and they would boost each other. Yeah, like eight pieces of track in a circle, and it would kick itself around, it'll park itself it would, right on, it would yeah, stop. Yeah, go up a, a ramp and then drop down onto yeah. the starting and block. And our cart would shoot forward, it would trigger a pressure plate that would activate the cart in front of it, and they would boost at the same time, and it would shoot the cart where you're riding in faster and faster. You'd we made roller, roller coasters. coasters yeah. all over, yeah. That was so much fun. And they're like, nope, now there's this redstone thing you can do. It's power, there's powered cart. There, and at first powered they track. sucked. Huh? And at first they sucked, yeah, too. Like it, they you, so The slow. whole thing had to be redstone track. So anyways. but Well, we made that drop launcher. You know, we, made, we built a, a tower that you could push a button. It would drop mine carts and you could sh- jump in them and it would be auto-boosted. Yeah, that, that was the, one of the best things. We made fun. those that train like, stations. That was like, that probably was 2010, 2011. I think. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. God, that was fun. But now we're doing. The, we even won an award once. We did. We did want an award for doing a, a video for. The you still contest. have that on the wall there by your computer. We got yes. a foam uh, pickaxe from a uh, official competition. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. We're all we're pretty old men. So we, we, well, we but we were in our, we were in our mid twenties then. Mid to late twenties. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right around there. So, anyways, we uh, we started doing what is uh, called the uh, Sky, Skyblock Sky yeah. Factory. Sky well, because we played Skyblock a few years ago, and then there was Sky Factory, and now we're this is Sky Factory three. Just which more I mods. Think the last update to Sky Factory three was twenty seventeen. So, describe the premise of this game. You start. Uh, if anybody knows what Minecraft is, it's a big world of blocks, and you dig and dig they, and dig. They know. People know uh, what it is. They may not play it. That's but all. I, that's, that was the end of my explanation. Okay. And uh, but this is just—it's a void. There is no ground or bedrock or anything. It's just a block of dirt with a single tree on it. You start on top of the tree, and you have to punch leaves. And if you I hope you get a sapling, because if you don't get another sapling, game over. You get another sapling, then you punch the wood down, and you can build some planks, or build a uh, crafting table, build some planks, surround yourself with a little bit of planks to give you a little more breathing room, put down a sapling, grow another tree. And there's a mod in there where you can take leaves and put them in a barrel, and they turn into dirt. So, oh, there I got another block of dirt, and I can plant two trees, and you get more and more stuff expand. You start sifting dirt with a, a string mesh, and then you can get these little cobblestone blocks, and you get four of them, you can make a cobblestone block. Now I got cobblestone! Now I can start making a, a, a lava generator by putting a block of lava heated up in a cauldron, and all this stuff. So starting from a block block of dirt with a single tree you can build nuclear reactors on crazy multi-block structures and just pretty much anything yeah just just a steady progression of new technology and you have to have some uh, understanding of the different mods involved in it in that case it's the x nilo mod that yeah that's the one that that you use to sort of get all of your gear the something from nothing mod but then you then you get all these decorative mods to Technological mods to magical mods. Yeah, I've been playing with uh, the immersive engineering. Is I've never played with that one, but the uh, the revolver and that uh, railgun it has are really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's got some multi-block structures that are kind of a pain in the ass, but they're kind of they look cool, so they're kind of fun to build. So uh, des- describe because uh, you we sort of when you when you play this game, especially if you're doing multiplayer, you sort of uh, have to separate your what you're working on because you sort of step on each other's toes if you're working towards the same goals all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and it, Typically, I've gone more of the technology route. You've gone the more of the building route or the nature version kind of route. I always take and the magic mods and stuff. Ma- magic, that's the other thing you that you do. And the, I, the crazier tech. But we sort of mixed it up a bit this time. You took some of the mods I normally would take, which like mm-hmm. our storage mods. That was one I always did. And you sort of... Well, the thing is, uh, us refined storage is just another version of uh, applied, applied energistics. energistics. And I already knew the you built the applied energistics systems multiple times, and then I learned how to use them. And so finally it's like, well, I understand this. Boom. I started putting, spitting out all the stuff. And then uh, I like all the, I love building the auto sorting systems and the auto crafting systems. Mm-hmm. So built all of those kind of things. It's very rewarding because you see your, yeah. your, you see the work. And this time around you did chickens. Chicken, I, what done, is it called? chickens before in Sky Factory 2, I think, or maybe when we what, played it before. What I is that mod called? Chickens. Just chickens. And there's, and there's, uh, and there's another like more chickens, I think is the other mod that has, you know, and then you have a. 
I think it's 89. But you basically chickens breed that, chickens that shit out every element. Basically, yeah. Known to man. This one does steel. This one does iron. This one does terra steel. This one does pig iron. Yeah. Exactly. And I did, of course, the uh, I did the power sources. I did some of the monster grinder things because you can make conditions in which monsters spawn and then you make something that kills them and you collect yeah, build what a comes out of the room and point some fans at a pit and it drops down and you get pushed into some blades and all chop their, them up. All their goodies and bits go into a box for us to sift our hands through. I did I did pretty much all the power this time. That's because I did the, ah, all yeah, the yeah, lava yeah. gen and I did the big reactor. You normally tend to do those too. And the multi-block reactor structure, yeah, I'm leaving that. I don't have any interest in. For some reason, I don't care about power. I just get enough. I'll have, if I'm playing alone, I'll build enough power to just keep running what I have. But you getting, you've been the, that's a big multi-block structure. Is that like 10 by 10? Yeah, it's something like that. It's big. Like, you don't have to be that big, but we, I, I, I skipped a couple steps because we were so resource rich at the time. Yeah, we have a lot of auto producing resources. Now we're working towards making a interdimensional kind of thing, like a, yep. some travel to other dimensions well, that actually do have some structures in them. Because the nether the, even is a void. Like you can't. Using mystical agriculture to make all the essence seeds to grow Ethereum to make, you know, level five seeds to grow draconium to make the fucking enriched draconium or whatever it's called. So we can actually start using the, uh, that's the that's draconium mod. is its own. It's, what is the mod? Draconian, whatever. Uh, dragon something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. I don't but, remember. We've never done it before because it's always like, it seems like an end game thing because you need wither stars and fucking. But well, we might as well do it this time because we're shit. just kicking the shit out of this game right now. Yeah, we are. We, we did sort of like a test run and we had to bail on that server. Well, we did Sky... Uh, we did a different version of it. Sky Adventures we tried. And then we were like, oh, there's a there's a one mod in this, in this, in this version which makes every other mod basically obsolete because yeah. you can... You, you, it's basically like just turn anything into anything else. Yep. So it reduces everything to a numeric value. So whereas... Dirt might just be a one, and you want something that is a ten thousand. If you can make ten thousand dirt, you can make that, mm-hmm. and and you don't actually need to. Yeah, it, it broke the game instantly. Yeah, instantaneously, you're like, oh, I can see the projection going forward, and yeah, I was like, okay, well, are we gonna just pipe the cobblestone generators exactly. into this box and fill it with with exactly? Uh, What's with the point points? of building anything now? <laughs> yeah, we can just make anything we want instantly now. This is okay. Well, and then we bailed on that entirely, and went to and Sky, Factory. Sky Factory way better. So much more fun, dude. So a little more, a little more uh, time intensive, but that makes it more rewarding when you really yeah. have to grind out. A, like when we started doing the farms or something, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, man, we really have to sort of bang out a lot of effort to build the items to make the. F-. But then it's up and running, and it's very rewarding because yeah. you see and that it's like rolling in the items that we were barely getting by to make the items in the first place, and so now we have more than enough to make anything else. Sort of all about automating what you're doing manually. That is that is a pain in the ass. Yeah. It starts everything's a pain in the ass, and then you start making things automated and make it easier and then it frees up your time to do more intensive work it's just sort of like in real life like when you go up the corporate structure like i'm sure at the place you work mm-hmm. people come in and they do the shittiest job yep. job you don't want to do you probably did it mm-hmm. and you were good at it yep. and you reproved yourself so they give you something more complicated and you no longer have to do the little grunty shit that sucks yep. and that's sort of it's just sort of how it works yeah, it's fun, man. I'm looking forward. Actually, I'm like, oh, hey, we should really. Uh, you want to go home right now and uh, not record any more stuff, and uh, yeah, we can play some more Minecraft. Yeah, I've been playing pretty much every day the last couple of weeks. It's nice. Yeah, it's weird. I've, I've been playing a lot of video games recently. There was a chunk of time in the last year where I didn't play a lot of video games. Well, I'm still playing my Star Trek Timelines mobile game. It's the only mobile game I play, but I've been playing it for like two years, over two years or something. Just. Yeah. yeah, those those games just never will land too. No, they they just always, and especially if it's something that's connected online, and they all constantly sort of feed stuff in that makes it so there's some progression. But, yeah, well they do. But it's if fun. you if you if you miss a month or something, you're really yeah, gonna I can't suffer because I'm in, I'm in a fleet and I'm a, you know I always have to kind of try to deliver on the tournament. So you actually do the soul, the social side of it. Uh, to a point, yeah. I mean, it's not like I talk to these people at all. I'm just like, you know, I'm in the fleet with the admiral too. He asked me to be on his team because I did really good in that last tournament. I mostly oh. keep. Oh, he's Keep probably some myself on those. It's probably some fifteen-year-old girl. That's the admiral that I'm all like, "Cool, thanks, man." No, it's somebody just like you. Probably somebody just like me. But it's a uh, you know, I, I played the Red Dead Redemption two, of course, and I uh, got for Christmas one of the games I got was Diablo three on Switch. So I have a handheld Diablo three, which is pretty fucking amazing. When you think about, like, goddamn, <laughs> how much time could you kill with a handheld Diablo three? Oh damn, that would be good. 
I know I got like, burned out on Diablo 3 pretty quick. I'm not very good at those top-down um, uh, uh, dungeon crawler kind of... I'm, I'm all, all about that kind of hack and slash, and you play the replayability. Like, it's actually a big game, and a lot of changes were put in since we played. But it's uh, really big, and it's just about getting the different kind of item sets and the different... And going to a different difficulty and building up your character again, it's fun. It's just mm-hmm. mindless grinding, but yeah. it's fun. Yeah, it depends. I think it's just, I don't know, sometimes those games... No, I think I think what game. might have, you know, queered you off of this, sorry to use that term... Whoa! ...was we played with your brother and uh, Chapsworth, and in those cases, the two of them take these kinds of games so seriously that oh. they bang out the kind of hours that we just are not willing to do. And then we're just behind all the time. Yeah, I log in and it's like, oh, okay, I'm level three, chaps worth your 35. Don't worry, I can I can lead you through really horrible places and level oh, yeah. you up Here, quick. Here, let me give like, you all these items and lead you through the dungeons. But it's like, like, that's the whole point of playing it. Well, okay, so now I have OP items I didn't earn and I'm really bored. Oh, oh look, Hamtackle, uh, here's my Star Trek timeline. Are you doing a, this just because you need to? Just because we talked, no, because we talked about it. So I have uh, on the monitor up here my, because there is now a Steam version of the Star Trek timelines game I played because they know they love me. Oh, look, it's my Ferengi Marauder is my ship. Or no, I say it's, it's a Korra Creighton. Space Jew, right? But there's a tournament going on right now. <laughs> Let's see if I uh, uh, got... Your crew's I, returned, bro. What did they bring you? success. I just have to, this is just the thing where we have to send shuttlecrafts over and over and over and over through until Monday morning. Oh, passed. Oh, boy. Success. You're playing like a idle game on fucking a podcast. You realize that, right? Yeah, no, but I'm showing you because it's so interesting. Oh, look, I got to send some more ships here. So let's pick. This is really just you doing something that you needed to do and you didn't well, want to wait until the end of the Well, now it is because I realized I got ships back when I booted it up to show you my characters, but. Oh, that's that one Borg lady. That is, that's the Borg From Queen. First Contact. The Borg Queen that broke fucking Star Trek. First Contact was like one of my favorites. I know, but I like the Borg being like more of a, just a giant yeah. hive mind. And she's with, clearly a personality. A leader. She's got a personality. And then giving it a personality with a leader completely breaks the point of the Borg. They're not scary anymore. She she gave Data skin. She did, and she blew on it, and he got a big Orgasm. ripping robot boner. And she's like... I got this robo. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to offend anyone. Cyberpuss. That's better. What do you think of the design of the new Klingons in Discovery? Uh, I uh, don't really care for Discovery, truthfully. I watched the first episode, didn't care for it. I've watched a couple chunks here and there, and it's just I don't like what CBS is doing. Their motivations are wrong. Their understanding. Of but you the only have to pay money wrong. to watch it. And you have to pay money to watch it for, like, that's the difference. Like, the Mandalorian Star Wars TV show that's coming out that's going to be on the Disney-specific streaming channel. Don't we have a uh, don't we have a jingle for this? <laughs> uh, what is it? Waterboard. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'll get there. Uh, oh. You made me stop talking. Now I'm sad. No, you're just... Re-focused. I'm distracted by... Okay, I'm going to send fucking that judge cue, and i got to send... Oh, look, it's a fucking human cue. And I'm going to use a... They look kind of similar. Because they're both they're both the same actor. All right, let's see. Here's my... Here's my crew ham tackle. I've got 161 immortalized out of 600. Is that Scott Bakula times three? Uh, yeah, that's Times all. four? Uh, Captain Archer. Yeah, I've got four. Times five. I've got multiple archers. Yeah, Captain Archer. But I've got 161 what immortalized. What the fuck does Scott Bakula have to do with Star Trek? He was in Star Trek Enterprise. He was Captain Archer. Star Trek Enterprise is the name of the ship. It's the name of the show from the early, late 90s, early 2000s. Maybe just the early 2000s. It's been a long... Ham Tackle, I'm going to jump Fuck right off. off of this. And you and I are going to watch... Let me actually, We're not let, let me do, shit. Let me do the jingle for the new segment first. And then I will show you... And then you'll waterboard me. <laughs> I got to jump over here to move the mouse around. Oh, Should have turned that mic on. New segments mean new jingles, Ham Tackle, as you know. I made this right before you showed up. Water boring. <laughs> it's an appropriately wet fart at the end. 
thank you. Water boring, Hamtaggle. You and I were talking. It's just going to be you and I talking face-to-face. We should do a segment where we... Where you well, bore the shit out of me with something, and I bore the shit out of you with something. you and I have a lot of mutual interests. There's things that you and I share. Couple we things. have a lot of fun playing games, doing stuff like that. But there's that. some things that are wildly different in, our, in terms of our interests. Wildly different in terms of our interests. So this is a segment where you and I have to both tolerate each other, telling each other about you, things that we aren't generally interested in. You hate violence, and I love violence. I like, I, I don't mind UFC fighting, I'm just not, I mean, I like seeing, like, I want to see the knockout. But watching the entire fight, and buying the pay-per-views and stuff, I'm like, ugh. That's crazy to me. It's more it's, fun when it's it, all the, of us. The few it's times whether you're watching somebody put everything on the line. It's true, but the few times the bastards have gotten together and watched a fight and stuff were really fun. I enjoyed that because well, we're going to fights, yeah, and going to that fight was really fun. But as far as it's kind of like me with watching football, I like the Broncos. I like football. I don't really like watching football. I don't really like why paying attention to it. I like watching football a lot, but I don't like the way football makes me feel in the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> I get really frustrated watching football right now, but that's all possibly going to change. So what What was the, uh, you, you, we each kind of just sort of chose something that we would well, uh, sort of uh, berate the other person with information about that we give a shit about, but we don't really necessarily have somebody else to talk about about all the time. Yeah, I, you have know? A, I have a couple small topics, but okay. Um, shoot. Okay. Well, the last episode, you caught me off guard with Miles Morales. Okay. The Spider-Man. Because I didn't know when we last time we recorded was like three weeks ago. I didn't. I thought that movie was a direct to DVD release, and I didn't know it was actually a successful motion picture. Wildly successful. I don't have cable, and I barely watch TV. And if I do, it's more normally like Netflix or something. And I pay. I have Hulu without commercials. Yeah, that we had a really awkward exchange about that. I know, and I was very confused because I'm like, why are you bringing up Miles Morales? Because I didn't think you would know about a direct to DVD cartoon release, and I wasn't paying attention. I, I don't. I'm not a Spider Man fan, Spider-verse. so I was barely gonna pay attention. Yeah, and now I'm like, oh, I, okay. So after I edited the episode the other day, I'm like, well, that's fucking bullshit. And like, yeah, Miles Morales was from the Ultimate Spider-Man universe. It's like Peter Parker is Marvel. This is the Puerto Rican black kid. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is but the normal Marvel universe you're used to with Captain America and everybody else in the comic books themselves. That's Earth six one six because there's multiple dimensions. So Earth six one six is the prime Marvel universe, and the Ultimate Marvel universe is some other num- number. I don't know what the number is, but it was a uh, there was an offshoot kind of thing they did in the uh, early two thousands where they're like, hey, we're gonna reintroduce everybody. They're in their own world. If they're not based on the prior continuity, we're all free of that. Sort of like Superman's dead. Now we have seven Supermans well, that aren't Marvel. Superman. So this is Marvel, so you can, <laughs> can try to not be a complete fucking asshole. I'm kidding. Um, but they, it was a whole different offshoot where they can like make. They can do anything they want. They can kill anybody they want. Everybody's back. I think everything, anything's fair game. Everything's online. And the first couple of years, they really mixed it up in the Ultimate Universe. It was really kind of different and fun. Like Reed Richards, super evil. Doctor Doom gets crushed by the thing. Uh, Wolverine gets killed and incinerated by Cyclops, possibly. I can't remember what it was. And there was also uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, an extremely successful comic written by Brian Michael Bendis, drawn by Mark Bagley. Is that what this is based on? Um, eventually, uh, after like issue 100 or more, it was normal speed. It was Peter Parker. It was Peter Parker. The sort whole of like time. how normal Ragnarok is based on uh, Planet Hulk. Huh? Sort of like Ragnarok is loosely based on Planet Hulk, right? Kind of, but no, no, these, these are all independent stories. It's like the normal Marvel 616 universe is still going on, and now there's Marvel, uh, the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, yeah. It's own stories for This you. is this so one's Sony, isn't it? So this is a Sony movie. Did Sony actually do it right? Yes, and they got the guys that Disney fired from the Han Solo movie who directed the Lego movie to direct it. Lord and Miller, I think. But uh, so so incestuous. So, it's so what they do with this this Ultimate Spider-Man comic book is that they put Peter Parker back in high school. It's that whole situation. That's pretty much what the current Marvel is based. Marvel Spider-Man in the movies is based on. And uh, they take him through a bunch of shit, and then uh, uh, eventually uh, Miles Morales, much later, gets bitten by a spider that Norman Osborn cre- uh, created to mimic, to try to recreate Sp- Peter Parker's powers. And Peter Parker befriends him in some way or something, and then Peter Parker dies, uh, gets killed by Green Goblin. They like do a mutual kill like Doomsday and fucking Superman did in the death of Superman. And uh, so they both die, but Peter Parker, like, you know, pa- but passes on his web shooters or some shit. I don't remember. But Miles Morales officially is like, now he's Spider-Man. He truly is Spider-Man, yeah. But in the, in the Ultimate Universe. And people really like him. He's a successful character. And um, so that's why I was surprised when you're bringing it up. Because like, I didn't know why you would ask about Miles so, Morales or why you would know about Let me TV. ask you. Is this a scenario where I was more on the cutting edge of comic book fucking news than you were? Uh, kind of. The thing is, I, wa- I read a lot of comic. I read news- Newsarama and comic book resources and, com- and comic book None movies. of them mention this. They do. I just don't care about Spider-Man, so I don't click on the links. So they- I got to say, I did also see Homecoming, 
which is a Spy- Spider-Man movie. That. It was fucking good. Really fun. I, I thought it was fun, and they did a Spider-Man that was a goofy kid, and that he was like a you know fish out of water thing, and they mm-hmm. didn't go too big for his first movie. I thought they did a good job with it, and they did. It was fun. I liked it. It wasn't, it wasn't bad at so all. I, I, I kind of like this way better than the last Spider-Man they had, which was uh, awkward. Well, that was movies. strictly Those Sony. Those were weird movies. Was strictly Sony. Trying yeah, these to ones are movie. these ones are not. They're co- well, Homecoming. Spider-Man not st- is part of the Marvel universe. They're cooperating with Disney. Okay, and the, then so you're telling me that that uh, D- they made a uh, Sony finally made a good superhero movie by hiring people from their competitor. Well. <laughs> they they came to an, a mutual agreement with their competitor, and it was actually uh, Kevin Feige kind of had because they're like, we can't have you putting out shit when it, talking about Spider Man because you're damaging our brand. <laughs> they offered like they're losing money on Spider Man. They're like, well, hey, you want to? Uh, we got this whole successful universe here, and people really want to see Spider Man hanging out with Captain America and shit. So like, okay, now but Venom, I think was 100 percent Sony. But... Well, they saw Avengers and went, oh shit. Well, they saw the entire <laughs> yeah. fucking every single movie. Like, how many? Superhero movies has Marvel put out now in the just in this current iteration, like probably twenty. What uh, there is the first Hulk movie, Iron Man, Iron Man. Well, two, do the Iron Man three, do the Hulk movies count as this? Four, this one, the Hulk movies are not in this universe. The first one is the, not the first one. The uh, the one with uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Fight Club. Uh, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. The one with Ed Norton. That's not the same. That's not the same. It counts. S- it counts. Hulk. No. Well, uh, Tommy. Uh, I don't care what they say. Iron Man's in it. At the, in, is he? In the, at the cutscene at the end. I don't know. Yeah, because it is part of the official I'll kind of thing. It's just before it. they got their shit organized. Uh, so Sony, but they finally pulled one out of their ass because this one's doing really fucking well. That's all I know about it is they made like an exclusive set of Jordans for it. And the kid wears Jordans in the movie. And I knew this movie was just wrecking it. Like people were loving it. Because it's really for kids. It's like I guess the animation style is really good. So I, I don't. I, it's not like I've seen it, but I just I heard all the buzz on fucking podcasts and shit that had nothing to do with this stuff. Weird. So I was like, I'm I sure you've heard, heard about, about it. it, but I just really I know a lot about Spider Man, but it's just never been my bag. They're saying it's going to be like an Academy Award kind of really. Thing. Yeah. I, I'm inter- I will fucking watch it because I normally I will watch the made for DVD cartoons. The thing is. Every Marvel, DC's got their shit together. A lot of those straight-to-DVD DC cartoons have a great voice cast, great animation. Like like Planet Hulk, Great writing. Or, no, that's not DC. The Planet Hulk cartoon was meh. Really? I thought you guys loved it. I like the the comic books. It's the shit. Okay. Comic books, great. The cartoon's fine. But a lot of the Marvel ones really suck. They don't have their shit together and animated. So I thought that was another direct-to-DVD Spider-Man movie, and I didn't have any interest. But now I'm interested. All right, Ham Tackle, uh, before I go back to my my Star Trek rants, give, how about you give me some of your water boring? All right, we'll do some of the uh, fight sports stuff. But I did uh, sort of link into the uh, Discord there a uh, video. Link, is that the princess from that game? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the internet. Uh, but it, it, we need to start this video 30 seconds in because that's really where it gets started. And we are going to watch the entirety of the Floyd Mayweather and Tenshin Nasukawa fight. This is a fight. I got this card, uh, but the version of the card that I got did not allow for um, the tension fight. This fight was cut off. So this, now here, uh, go ahead and pause it real quick. I'll I'll set the background for this. So this is... Folks, uh, here's the sports, sports, sports background. So, of course, uh, Floyd Mayweather, uh, popular, uh, probably one of the greatest boxers of all time. Very well known as a defensive boxer. Really super fast hands. Always was. Uh, fought Pacquiao way too late. Like it, they were, they were should have fought for so many fucking years. And then uh, by the time they did fight, Pacquiao was a little bit out of his prime. Which Pacquiao now is fighting now too, which is ridiculous. He's fighting in a couple weeks. Uh, oh, which is dumb. Manny! But he's because he's seeing Floyd Mayweather come back. So Floyd, of course, uh, we watched uh, him fight Conor McGregor, and everybody thought this was going to be a farce. Conor McGregor goes fucking ten rounds with a with the world's greatest boxer. Uh, and really put it on him for the first three rounds. Like, he had a good fucking stance in the first three rounds. He was clearly threatening. And then it just turned into exactly what everyone expected, which is uh, Floyd Mayweather winning a boxing match against somebody who has no wins in boxing matches, which is kind of, you know, what he expected. So he's, but he's th- fighting now. This kickboxer now. is boxing, then. This is a boxing match. Oh. This kickboxer, th- there's no way Floyd Mayweather is going to put his 50-0 and record, which he got to 50 against Conor McGregor. He's not putting that on the line against a kid who can kick because 
everyone knows, if he was able to kick, this fight would be as equally fucking bad on the other fucking scale. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people are calling fix in this particular fight. But we got uh, Tenshin Natsukawa, who is a kickboxing uh, champion in Japan. And I have been following for two years. He is a great fighter. I've seen him beat up on dudes with the quickness. He is a brutal fighter. Um, but he is also naturally about 20 to 30 pounds lighter than Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, this is him going into this fight with zero training camp. He came in to this boxing match, no respect whatsoever for this kid, and it shows. So let's let's see what happens. Nothing for me. So you see the fight starts. Floyd, it doesn't even look interesting. He's just winging an arm out there. But you could, does he look scared of this kid oh, in the slightest? Oh, he's like childlessly flinging the back of his hand Some at Big him. smile on his face looking at him. He, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. That's pretty terrible. He's just coming forward. Tension is moving back. He's swinging it, Floyd. But Floyd doesn't look like he has any regard whatsoever for these punches. There's the first knockdown. Left, right, tension goes flat. Damn, that was really quick. That was a quick knockdown. This is just the start of a shit show. This kid's 19, by the way. He's putting up look at no regard whatsoever. Put, hitting him. Tension is going sideways, big giant steps. Jesus. Trying to fight back. Floyd has his guard up, laughing at him. He's just fucking two punches. Oh, he's down again, one right. Tension's on his back. He's not even trying. He's just lightly socking him. He's just like, pop, pop. There you go. Down two, waiting for the fight to start. Floyd is. Moves in again. And. This is where, this is where people say it's funky. Because tension gets hit, he gets kind of lightly tapped behind the ear twice, and it's a technical knockout. It's three knockdowns in one round. You don't get to fight anymore after that happens in boxing. This is only going to be a three-round exhibition match. This isn't even really a fight. It's an exhibition. Um, and so everybody's thinking, here's the thing. is it, 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 This is a humiliating fight for Tenshin Natsukawa. But it's also a boxing match against the great, one of the greatest boxers ever to walk the earth. Um, so it's, but the way he goes down, I mean, he's flopping, like he's, his limbs are flying around. He's hitting the ground. He can't see staggering. Like it's, it's comical almost, mm -hmm. but, uh, a lot of people think that this, this means it's a fix, which we're talking about Ryzen as an organization, which is the, uh, the new iteration of pride pride was sold to the UFC in the early two thousands, um, because they were no longer solvent. And when the UFC bought them, they had all of this the, some of the greatest fighters on earth were under the pride uh, organization. Uh, but it turned out that all of their contracts were illegal contracts and they were basically backed by the uh, Yakuza in Japan. <laughs> this was a front. The, the money was not there. The contracts were not valid. Uh, a lot of the fights were fixed. Um, pride was a sham organization in a lot of ways. Ah, they put on some of the it's greatest just a fights. giant money laundering operation. It kind of was. And uh, UFC spent a lot of money acquiring Pride, and they ended up with almost none of the fighters from Pride. Oh, they geez. got, I think, um, they got uh, a couple good. Mark Hunt came over uh, from Pride on a contract there, but they didn't get the big ones. They didn't get Fedor. They didn't get, uh, I think they got, I think they signed um, Vanderlei Silva later. But there was a lot of the big fighters you just couldn't get. It was a really a fucking problem for Pride. Um, so the thought that this is a fixed fight under what was Pride is not really a huge shocker. Uh, and I'm telling you, they say that also that Japan, Japan is such an honor culture that tension would not take a fall like that in such a humiliating way. But I can tell you from watching Japanese MMA for many, many years is that when uh, they do have this honor culture, they show no fear when fighting an opponent, even when they are severely outmatched. But when they feel like it's hopeless, they will make it appear to be hopeless by flopping around. And it could, it's a way of them saving face. They really they have to get their ass kicked in order for them to, to quit. So they will play up what's happening to them to make it so, look like they really got their ass kicked. And I've seen that a lot, and not necessarily in a fixed way, mm -hmm. but in a way where they're taking punishment, they know they're not going to win this fight, mm -hmm. and it's an out. Instead of like allowing yourself to be tapped or something, it'll be... They'll, they'll take a hit, they'll hit the ground, and they will 
be clear. You know, when a guy's unconscious, you can tell. Well, fucking European football flop. Exactly. They'll hit the ground and they will, re- and then it'll, it'll stop the fight and they save face because they clearly got. And then hit they start hard. crying out in their corner because I tried so hard. And I just Tension cried I in saw, his corner. Yeah. It, it, it's pretty humiliating. That's cute. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know. Yeah, it's hard to. This is what everybody expected. I w- wouldn't have bought the Ryzen card if the uh, if the Floyd Mayweather fight was on it because they would have charged me ridiculous rates. <laughs> I got this card for twenty dollars, uh, which also included uh, Gabby Garcia fighting another grandma. Can you type in Gabby Garcia for me in a new tab just so that we can uh, remind uh, you what Gabby Garcia uh, looks like? Gabby Garcia. Images. Here is uh, Gabby Garcia. Oh, that's definitely not her. You just click somebody else. Oh, it gave me the. I thought I spelled her name wrong. No, um, like this top right picture, you can see her with uh, with middleweight legend Vanderlei Silva. Yeah, she just looks like China. She's buff. Um, she is a goddamned giant, is what you see. Scroll down a little bit. They've got to have the one of her holding her fist out with a, one of the grandmas she fought. Uh, I remember that picture. Yeah, uh, she is absolutely massive, clearly on all the world's steroids. Uh, but you know, she's just huge. She's damn. a gigantic beast of a she's woman, and she's clearly on steroids. God damn, she's wearing a, a two-piece bikini thing, and your clit looks like a dick. <laughs> <clears throat> So, but basically, that was the uh, that was the big uh, fight sport announcement. I wanted wanted to sort of bring up there. Thanks. So that happened. It was a total fucking farce. Farce. And uh, it was. I, I don't know if Floyd now says he's fifty one and zero because that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no. But the word is is that for no fight camp and what amounted to about a two and a half minute fight, they paid him nine million dollars. Well, well, well. That's more than I'm ever going to make. Well, no, it's not anymore. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, I guess so. No, I'm rich. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up with you were asking about what the fuck does Scott Bakula have to do with Star Trek? I'm going to have to go turn down the music over the soundboard on my computer desk. Why? Because this is serious? Well, uh, this is it serious? serious? Well, I got, you got to hear a song. So I'll be right. You know, we, no, we don't want songs. fucking James' last German marching music. All right. Oh, God, my knees. It's fucking going to be better be edited properly. It's going to be a fucking shit show. Oh, God, my knees. We're going to lose me undies. Oh, you can have my undies if you want. I already have your already undies. A hole your in undies the back. are all across my floor. I haven't cleaned up since last time you were over Ham two tackle. weeks ago. I'm sure you've heard this one before. This is... oh. Never heard it. What is this? Star Trek: The Next Generation. This is Time Bandits. Song. Oh, that is such a great graphic. Now, good God, have things come a long way? It's all, no, well, it's also very blurry. That's not a high def. Yeah, we that know, is also is terrible. It's like it's all orchestral. I'm very familiar. It's, this is very TNG. Spacey. It's next generation right here. Yeah, and then after next generation, there was DS9, and it's it's another great orchestral intro. It's a good song. It fits the theme of the show really There's well. Not a lot going on. It's on a this little song. more serious. Okay, get the horns in there. Make it angelic. Space. Do they have a narrative in this one? No. Well, wait, do they? No. This is the intro. Yeah, same kind of thing. It's another orchestral song. It's like it's a good song. It's really nice. And then, you know, also then there's Star Trek Voyager. Not a very good show. Still, you like another Voyager. good theme song. Voyager sucks, huh? The, the wife and I went through the entire series, and we, after hearing the theme song so much, we came up with our lyrics. Why don't, you, why don't you anthropomorphize her a little more than calling her the wife? Well, I can't say her name, because then everybody will know who she is, and they'll come get her. She has a name. The Lady Turlet. She's defined by you, even in her fake name. There is a ship that's in deep space. So you like this one, too. With a noble crew flying home to Okay, that's enough of this yeah, one. It was, uh, yeah, it's not that great of a show. Oh, so all those three, those all those first three new generation of Star Trek shows, really good theme songs, really okay. enjoyed them. I'm with you. And then they're like, hey, we're going to do a reboot. This is before okay. Kirk. This is the first warp, I think. Uh, Enterprise takes place before Kirk? Yes. Okay. Oh, no, I think this is the first Enterprise. This is the NX-01. So they must have really shitty technology. Uh, pretty much, yeah. And the, the Vulcans are trying to hold them back a little bit. I don't, don't, don't go too fast, guys. Hey, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Do they like have the, the same uh, Vulcans from the first Star Trek, which were not really Vulcan? Or I, 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 I thought you meant Klingons. No, no, Vulcans, Vulcans, are Vulcans okay. were are their very first ally. Yeah, yeah. But it's all like the founding of the Federation. The whole show happens with, and there's a lot of other kind of shit. But it's the ex- first experimental uh, warp five vessel, I think. 
Oh, warp five? I think so. Well, the, you don't the, say. The, the next generation Enterprise can go warp 9.9 .9 at a sustain, sustained warp 9.9 .9 for like 23 hours or some shit. Wow. Like, that's impressive. That's pretty hard. But this is like the first actual, like, you know, it doesn't take months and months and months to get somewhere anymore. But now here's the, 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 uh, the great theme song for Star Trek Enterprise. It's been a long, long getting from there to here. It's been a long time fucking hate this theme song. This is this theme song. This is the theme song to Star Trek Enterprise. This is garbage. See my dream come alive at last and I will touch the sky Then I'm not gonna hold me down no more No, they're not gonna change my mind Ladies and gentlemen, you two can have faith of the heart. This is, the, this is horrible. I'm this is Bon Jovi? My heart will take me. I've got faith to believe I can do anything I got strength of the soul. Of course, I've seen the entire show over and over and over because I'm bad a song. fucking nerd. But it's just upsetting, you know, after all those great... Was that a good one or was that a bad one? Uh, it was a bad one. Really? Scott Bakula never turned into a Down Syndrome kid? Through a mirror. Oh man, I wish he would have quantum leaped into a Down Syndrome. Count Bakula. He did quantum leap into well, a I Down Syndrome. Trick. I remember that too. And he looks at the mirror and he sees his face and he goes, "Oh boy." He's like, yeah, "I'm going to be doing a lot of masturbating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep up appearances." I don't know if that's true. It would be if I was. Oh, ham tackle. That was a pleasure. You and I face to face. We managed. About stuff. We managed. It was probably terrible, but yeah. we filled enough endless droning. So proud. Get the whole hour. Now we're like mere minutes away from ha Ram Tank walking in the door. He said he'd be here eight oh seven. I know. Let's it's eight oh nine. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can email us at thebastards at masterbastard.com. Go to iTunes or any other podcast review site. Leave us a five-star review and a comment or whatever is comparable. And we'll send you a sticker in the mail. Just let us know at thebastards at masterbastard.com or Twitter at masterbastards. Um, you can see my cock. Um, just come on, knock on my door, and I'll show you. Uh, yeah, great. Thanks for joining us, folks. It's good to have you. Oh, love great. you. Love you. Go fuck yourself. See you next time. Suck a dick. <laughs>